Welcome home. This is Audio XP for the 21st of September 2019, and the title of this episode is Storming Area 51 with Robotech and Tintin. This is a short highlight show in which we look back over a week of stories from the Geek Native blog. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to reveal which superhero Geek Native readers voted most likely to be a tabletop role player. That's something to think about as we get on with the show. First up, let's not forget to mention the big Pathfinder sale over at Drive-Thru RPG. Ten years after the launch of Pathfinder, which was once the world's most popular role-playing game, we now have the second edition. There is, however, a vast collection of third-party Pathfinder 1 material available. Some of it is on Pazio's website, and some of it on Drive-Thru RPG. What do you think about Pathfinder 2? I've seen some gamers refer to it as Pazio's own D&D 4th edition. I quite like 4th ed, but I don't think those gamers meant the comparison to be a compliment. Drive-Thru RPG must think that now, a month after the launch of Pathfinder 2, is a good time for a blowout sale. There are over 7,000 Pathfinder products in the sale, and most have 70% off. That's a considerable amount of money. But I've noticed many of these 7,000 items aren't exclusive to Pathfinder. For example, Cobalt Press Midgard setting is included, and that was marketed as a D&D 5e setting. Um, there are also lots of virtual tabletop assets like tokens and maps, so even if you're not a Pathfinder player, it's a sale that's still worth a look at. Links to it and all the headlines mentioned today are in the show notes. What's better than 70% off? 100% off. And that's what Storm Area 51, the RPG, has managed. It's free. All sorts of people had said they were interested in storming the so-called secret military base and possible alien conspiracy centre at Area 51 this week. Looking at the news reports, I can't help but wonder if maybe more t-shirt sellers than actual geeks turned up, but it's been fun banter, and we did get this quirky storm Area 51 from Julia Grosvenor from it. This is a two-page RPG. (laughs) Page one is for players, page two is for the GM. Character generation is simple, and you get to have a Naruto stat, which governs your character's abilities to do ninja stuff, you know, feats. Some of the challenges that you might face as a a character in the game include a lack of Wi-Fi. It might also be the case that one of your group is actually an alien in the secret and is here looking for their friends. While we're talking about freebies, let's take the time to mention two more from this week's headlines. There is a free-to-download playtest of Hyperlight Drifter from Metal Weave Games, and the demo of Corpus Malicious from Dream Realm Storytellers. Hyperlight Drifter is a computer game from Heart Machine and Abbey Light Studios. It has a pixel art vibe and a Zelda vibe going at the same time. The indie was published in 2016 and has gone on to be a cult hit. Metacritic gives it a score of 88. Metal Weave Games are running an ambitious Kickstarter to turn it into a tabletop RPG. In fact, they're asking for about $50,000 because they hope to give the physical books for the game retro console style boxes. This week, Metal Weave Games supplied a free to download 50 page PDF to act as a playtest. There are character generation rules, bits of a system, including combat, and enough to get playing. There are only a few bits of art teasers though. 
The playtest is a good idea. Free demos help persuade people to back the Kickstarter, and the news of them get more people interested in the Kickstarter in the first place. That's the tactic Dream Realm storytellers used for their fantasy Viking setting, Sivland, which we talked about in the last Audio XP. I predicted then that the young Turkish publisher was worth watching. Rather handily, this week they've announced their next project. We're talking about adding a great evil to Dungeons and Dragons. Dream Realm storytellers are putting together the Corpus Malicious as the ultimate evil codex for 5e. There are new types of evil characters, new monsters, feats and spells, and other such terrors. Geek Native has a free-to-download demo booklet, so you can check out the project even before the Kickstarter launches. And while we're talking about publishers worth watching, let's take the chance to talk about Fat Goblin Games. Fat Goblin Games is an indie studio run by the artist Rick Hershey. Working with him are two project managers, Lucas Paliosari and Troy Daniels. With the help of the Goblin Horde, that's a pool of freelancers they work with, they've put together nearly one and a half thousand titles. Fat Goblin Games are the focus of our RPG publisher spotlight this month. That's our attempt to do good and shine the light on some of the smaller companies that contribute to this industry. You can buy traditional gaming supplements from Fat Goblin Games. They've made material for, you know, uh, Mike Pondsmith, Castle Falkenstein, for example. But they also sell stock art. Stock art is used by publishers to add illustrations to their games legally, but without having to commission unique pieces. Increasingly, though, stock art is also used by GMs looking to add more visual elements to their virtual tabletops. That's a new market which companies like Fat Goblin Games can do well in, and I talked to Rick about it in the Spotlight article. Some of the top-selling items in that Pathfinder setup we chatted about at the start of this podcast are also virtual tabletop items. Wardrum, at the time of this recording, has three products in the top ten sellers. Wardrum is Alex Drummond's company, and we first featured his art in 2013 in an article called The Drummond Dungeon. And so the visual aid market in tabletop RPGs has been maturing for a long time. Our recommendation, though, is go check out Fat Goblin Games. But now, you know, both Fat Goblin Games and Wardrum have been on my radar for a, a while, but Strange Machine Games have not. That changed dramatically this week when Strange Machine Games announced that they were now taking pre-orders for their Robotech RPG. That's right, Robotech. In fact, it's Robotech the Macross Saga. It might be the case that for as long as you remember, that's been Palladium Books that was running the RPG franchise. They had it for 30 years before the license moved. They ran into trouble with a Kickstarter for Robotech RPG Tactics, which took over a million dollars, but then they struggled to fulfil it. Last year, when the license was up for renewal, it did not come back to them. Strange Machine's new RPG is written by Jeff Malinsky and Brian Young. It's a hardback in full colour and has over 260 pages. Art's a focus for it, and there are 150 original illustrations in the RPG. Now, we're getting to the end of the podcast, and I've still not mentioned Tintin, even though Herji's comic book detective is mentioned in the title. And I'll tell you why. There is no Tintin RPG coming. At least not this week. However, I challenge you to look at the Troubleshooters RPG announced this week by Helmgast and not think about Tintin. 
they clearly can't use this famous character's name. Instead, they use the phrase Franco-Belgian-style comics. Clever. Not only does that summon up images of Tintin, but it removes the challenges often associated with trying to make RPGs around characters, which I think is hard and often unwise, rather than building RPGs for great settings. Oh, and yes, you did hear that right. It's Helmgast who will be making this game. That's the same Helmgast who did the spooky and very adult cult Divinity Lost. They're planning a Kickstarter for it, of course, but it certainly has my intention. Lastly, and as promised, which superhero do you think is most likely to also be a role player? In third place, Geek Native readers voted for Shazam. And in the second place is Beast Boy. But the superhero most likely to be a role player in our survey is Spider-Man. Is that who you would have voted for? Let us know in the comments. That's the wrap for now. Thanks for the chat, especially our patron backers. And see you next week.